0: Hello and welcome to the Surplus Geek Podcast. I'm Jake and today I am joined by no one. It's a guestless solo podcast. I'm not really sure if anyone wants a solo podcast from me, but I have been sick for about the last couple of weeks and was not in the shape I wanted to be to record. So I missed my uh, recording sessions with the few people I wanted to set up and have as guests, so hopefully they'll be on in the future. Uh, it is what it is. These things happen. It's one of the problems that you deal with doing a podcast and trying to get people on and stuff is you're working around your own schedules, working around their schedules. So in this case, there just isn't going to be a guest and that's just how it is. Um, so that explains that. So I wanted to fill in the gap a little bit late. This is being recorded at 3.30 in the morning. Um. So hopefully... I don't sound too tired, but I probably do um so this will probably be up either immediately after I' I'm done recording and editing it, or it might be up later on in the day. but I wanted to get this out. I didn't want to miss an episode even though I was uh I had no guest at the moment um, so anyways, uh, I did want to talk a little bit about why I don't post as much on Instagram just because I don't know just think it's important to talk about. Uh, because of instagram 's switch of focus from photography to reels um, and even though I do want to make some real content i don 't have the time at the moment to really focus on that i 'm focusing on some other big projects that I have in the pipeline um and that 's taken all my attention i instagram just it 's completely kind of ruined the photographic element the scene i guess you could say um that they had and it's not that like i do it for the likes i do it because if i put something out there i want people to see it and if you know i'm not getting that result then it's not worth it to put out there Um, so i've been sticking with the podcast reels and uh, although i fell behind on those as well because of being sick i just was not in the right frame of mind to even do those so I think that fundamentally that is just a reality of what Instagram has become which is trying to compete with something like TikTok or YouTube Shorts now and um, for people like us the collector it (sighs) I'm not saying that we can't evolve or we can't make real content, but sometimes you just want to see a photo of a mask or a helmet or a piece of equipment, or you want to see kits. Um, you don't want to see a video. Sometimes you just want a photo. You want a nice, crisp, clean photo or, or some interpretation of, of something. And it's something that like, I think is being lost, but luckily people are still making content. Um, of that variety, so I mean, it's not completely lost, but I, I do think that it's not being focused on as much. Um, I think also because of the way Instagram is probably doing their algorithms for everything and what is content's focused on, and I do see a, I have seen a dramatic decrease in interest in photos and anything that's not real based. And it's not even that the reels get a lot of likes, but the reels do get a lot of views, or at least a decent enough, comparably speaking. Um, The follower-to-like ratio has always been kind of wonky, where, you know, even people with thousands of followers will get only 10 or 15% of their followership converted into likes. Um, So that's always something that has been rather interesting to me. Um but it just it feels worse now. Instagram doesn't feel worth it. And it's not to say I'm going to stop using Instagram. I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to post once in a while. Um, I really need new space to do Instagram. I don't have the space currently to do everything. It's incredibly difficult to do all the different things that I want to do. Um, whether it be full video content, shorter you know, real length content, minute long or, or, less, um, or do photos or do the podcast. Um, and I'm in the works still trying to get my basement converted into a suitable, um, studio space to do all this. So it's something that I am trying to work on. It's something that uh, needs to happen for me to, to do anything. But unfortunately for me, uh, I've been working tons of overtime. I got sick right after working all that overtime. I just have had no time to do any of the things that I need to do in the order I need to do them to get to the point to where I can have uh, what I want done. That was a weird way to put that, but I guess that makes sense. Um, And... I I do want to put out only the best product. Um, I even consider the solo video to be... The solo podcast episode is is not going to be the greatest. It's not going to be as interesting. Um, It's definitely not going to do as well. Um, I don't even know if I really want to put this out there, but I'm going to because I I don't want to miss a week or miss an episode. And I think that the topic I'll be talking about in a little bit, I'll be a little bit more passionate about. I think it's more important. And I think it's something that needs to be talked about. And, um, I'll, you know, I'll get to that in a second, but well, probably a couple of minutes, but I do think that it's important to bring up that I haven't been posting on Instagram other than the real content. And I, and I hope people enjoy the reels. I'm, I'm only doing them because, you know, the podcast is not going to grow, um, organically. People aren't podcast. It's not how podcasts work, uh, at least in the YouTube space. Um, They're just, you know, I switched, the switching over to video has been fairly successful. It's definitely increased um, the viewership. I mean, March of this year did better March of last year, which was the first year I did the podcast, the first month I did the podcast. So that is something that is hopeful, but whether or not I can maintain that, that's the hard part. And that's been the hard part this entire time, this entire, like, working through making the podcast is... How do you retain people? How do you keep people coming back? Um, especially with different guests. Uh, I think it helps. Um, nothing against Bailey, but I think our our episodes, just me and him, were probably getting a little, little tiresome for people where they wanted to hear a fresh voice. So I think having a fresh voice on um, every week helps. But I think that it is one of those things where, at the time, that's what I had access to and I don't I don't I wouldn't take any of that back I would never change anything from the first year I actually I learned a lot on my own I learned a lot by doing the research that needed to be done and I learned a lot about what to do and what not to do even though it's still not even close to where I want it to be um I do have goals set for this year and if honestly they don't make it I don't know how long I will do this because it's not it's not something that I can put as much attention on that I do or much of my attention towards that I do to not get something back from it. And I think it's, it's not this drive to be famous, I guess, but it is this drive to create a product that people want. Um, and that does something that gives back something. So it's, it's definitely uh, a trial, I guess, to, to make this work. And, to you know, and I, I one of the problems with getting guests for me, at least has been not receiving, um, not getting returned, uh, having guests not return emails, messages. Um, I've had quite a few guests that I think would consider it that just never got back to me. Um, I've had most of the people have been, that have asked at least have tentatively have said yes. So I do have quite a few guests lined up. It's just whether or not I can get them on is the problem. And I've had issues with that. And again, getting sick just totally threw a wrench in my entire plan and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. So there's not much I can do about that. Um, But hopefully once, two weeks from now, or really a week and a half at this point, passes, I have a fresh guess on. Hopefully I can pick back up and just keep going. I'm a little little disappointed in myself that I fell behind. And even though, again, this is a on YouTube 51 subs right now, uh, to me, there's I want to hold myself to a standard. I don't want to fall below that standard. That's also why I want to meet a certain goal and I'm not ever going to say that goal because I have a couple different goals in mind. But I do want to meet a certain goal by a certain point. And you know, there's other things that I'm working on. And in in, in, you know, it. it I, I just want to meet that standard. Uh, I don't want to let anyone down. I don't want. To, I want it to be something that people can consistently go to every two weeks, and they'll get a half an hour to an hour of conversation with hopefully someone else, not just me talking to a camera. Um. And hopefully that's something that. That not a problem in the future and I can get a backlog of guests so that way I don't run into this issue and I, it's it's not the guest's fault, it's 100% my fault I just want to put that out there I don't, it's, I fell behind uh, because I was sick I was sick for about uh, probably about 10 days and it wasn't COVID so um, that's something that yeah, just, you can't avoid but unfortunately I still hold that against myself because uh I should have already been ahead of the game and I wasn't uh the last episode did really good I I cannot thank Graham enough for coming on and having the conversation it was a very very good conversation um I look forward to continue talking with him and stuff and that was uh that, you know that was a great conversation to have with him and um I can't stress it enough that so far, all three guests that I've had on have been fantastic. Um, obviously I knew Robert was going to be great. Cause I, I been talking to Robert for now over a year and at that point, and you know, he's a cool dude and you know, but the first episode, Brittany was great. And and if you are watching this and you haven't watched the first episode, second or third episode, go back and watch it, go back and watch, you know, if you're working and you can have headphones in, give it a listen. Um, but the, that, that episode's amazing. So, Go back and, you know, I I want these episodes to do good enough. Um, And I'm, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I just, I hold myself to a standard. Um, But anyways, so moving on to the more important topic. And the reason why I actually wanted to make this video, other than, this is a filler, but I wanted it to be something that was important, not just me droning on about stuff. Uh, I did a story the other day, uh, re- share or sharing basically of a a task and purpose um article talking about suicides in the US Army, specifically the Army. It's on a it's on a rise. And this is a, a very uh serious subject and this is a subject that hits very close to home. Um I've dealt with my own demons and you know we the military handles things very can handle things well and then can handle things not so well. And I, it's one of those things where I have dealt with my own problems, that area. And I have for the most part figured it out and done what I needed to do. Um, either, you know, for me it was a little bit of, you know, professional help and seeking those resources where they were. Um, and they are out there and I will be linking, um, whatever I can in the descriptions, uh, at at some point, it might not be immediately. I'll, I'll go back and I'll update it. But you know, if, if you're having any sort of, uh, thoughts, uh, you're not alone. There is, I've used the hotlines. Um, they're fantastic. Uh, if you're a veteran, there's a veteran hotline specifically, uh, but there's other specific hotlines for other specific things. So if you feel like the main hotline might not be for you, there's other hotlines. And, uh, they might have someone that will be more, not more sympathetic, but they're, they're trained to deal with your specific case. Uh, like I said, I've used the veteran hotline for suicide, the suicide hotline for veterans, and it was fantastic. And you don't have to call it because you're necessarily suicidal, but you could just be having a very, very, very bad day. And you don't want that very bad day to become worse. Um, and that's when you use that line. And I think that's incredibly, I think even before we get to the the, the, the details of this, uh, I think that's incredibly important to bring up. And I think it's, it's something that I think, I, I don't know, I just, I think it's incredibly important. If you're suffering, you don't have to suffer, you don't, you're not suffering alone. There's other people out there. And I can tell you that from personal experience that I have suffered and I'm not afraid to say it. And I'm not afraid to say that I've had really bad days before. Um, so with that being said, I, again, do what you got to do. You're not alone. And, and, and at the end of the day, if, if you just need something, I mean, I can't help you with everything, but if you need to just send me a DM, just send me a DM. I mean, I'll do my best to respond. Um, I, I, the only thing I'm going to tell you the exact same thing that I'm saying here, which is, you know, you need to, you're, if you're having issues, you, you, therapy can help. For some people, therapy is all you need. You don't have to worry about if you're if you're worried about anything else beyond that. You know, you're gonna have to talk to your doctor, obviously, and it, all of that. But I'm not a doctor. I can't I can't say anything for sure. But you're gonna have to. You know, your primary care can handle that. But start somewhere. Therapy is definitely something. And um, doesn't matter if you're a veteran or not. This this conversation extends well beyond the scope of the military. But uh, I. You know, it is what it is. Um, That being said, though, um, there is a trend of more suicides, specifically in the U.S. Army and its components, uh, the Reserves and the National Guard. And it's for the U.S. Army, it's the highest it's been since the 1930s. I think it was 1938 was the date given. Um, And it's in 2021, there was 176 soldiers who took their lives who were active duty. And in my mind, that's 176 too many. Um, you can't prevent every single one, but you can, if you don't try to save one life, you can never save any. That's something that, you know, you got to do your best. You got, you know, check on your buddies, check on, you know, I, you never know. You never know who's suffering. You never know who's having problems with their own demons. Uh, do your best to check in. And I, honestly, I don't always do the best. I haven't really kept up with a lot of the guys I served with. Um, I had my, my reasons for getting out, um, that I won't lie. The, the mental health aspect definitely played into it. I couldn't do everything anymore with that. And I had to get my life sorted out. Uh, and I gave up something that as much as parts of it, I hated. I gave up something that I actually, I actually did incredibly enjoy. And that I had a passion for, even if I wasn't that good at it, um, I. It is what it is. Uh, but that's their their rate per hundred thousand is thirty six point eighteen, uh, which is way above. I didn't look up the national average, but I know it's way above the national average. Um, the reserves only had forty five, and I only say only because that is ridiculously low compared to the one hundred seventy six. Forty five is still forty five too many. Um, and and there's a stigma when you're in either reserve or guard that because you're not in a, um, you're not in the active duty, you get to go home at night. There, there's an extra, there's extra stimulus. There's uh, ex, not stimulus, extra, stimulus, extra, extra stimuli affecting you. Uh, you're not just a soldier. You're whatever your civilian job. And this goes for both reserve and guard where you could be, you know, you're, you're a weekend warrior, you're a soldier on the weekends, two weeks in the summer, which is obviously all of that's a lie. You're never really there for two, just two weeks. Sometimes it's three, sometimes it's four. Um, sometimes it's only two, you know, depends, but there's always low drills and those extra days that get added on in the beginning and the end. Um, but yeah, and that's something I think, you know, I've experienced issues with multiple jobs in the national guard and I can't go into details on that, but I've experienced multiple issues with jobs. And, uh, even though there's laws that are supposed to protect reserve and guard, uh, specifically, and there's resources for us and, uh, you know, it, it quick side tangent, if you are having issues and you're on the reserves of the national guard, please look up ESGR. If you don't know what it is, it's the employment services ESGR. Yeah. It's employment services, guard reserves. I think that's what it stands for, but they can help you. It's they're well-versed in the USERA act, uh, USARA law. And uh, which is the Uniform Services uh, Employment and Reemployment Act, or something like, along those lines. Um, they they can help you with any of your problems, and they're a fantastic service, uh, fa- fantastic tool for you to use if you're having issues with your job. Um, and again, this is important because if you're in the guard of the national or in the reserves and you're having issues with your job, that can cause you to have problems. Uh, again, no, I know from personal personal, uh, experience. And I think it's important that we don't minimize, uh, the role the reserves in the national guard play. And especially in the last 20 years with the global war on terror, where, you know, especially the national guard was making up large percentage of the deployments overseas. Uh, and the amount of toll that has on the individual going back. I mean. You're putting your job on hold, your civilian job that you have a career that you're trying to build up upon, you're trying to make a life upon, um, and you're putting on hold to go over and do something. And never mind the fact that you're going over and doing something that's, that by all standards is horrific, uh, no matter how, you know, unless you, I mean, if you don't do anything, there's still negatives to it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing that needs to be recognized. It's a thing that needs to be, you have to be aware of. Um so and this is not me being like don't join don't do this I'm not saying that at all I'm just saying you got to be aware of the stimuli obviously you're already in you're already past that don't join pit, uh you know point so you can't turn back time but you can learn from from things and and move forward and figure things out and um so the the reserves are at a 24.4 per 100,000 uh so a little they're significantly lower but still above I think the national average and then the guard is at a twenty nine point nine two per hundred thousand, and they had last year. The National Guard lost one hundred and one guardsmen to suicide, and that's something that to me is unacceptable, um, absolutely unacceptable. I mean, the National Guard—I I don't know—you can't put it all in command. Sometimes things happen. Some things are out of people's control. But the National Guard is is especially, and it makes sense too. Not not makes sense in the sense that the national guard has been put to its limits these last couple of years because of the pandemic because of washington and having security in washington the amount of stress put on the national guard in the last two years has been much higher than than even probably during during the global war on terror but the you know you're talking about the global war on terror and then it starts to ramp down going right into a pandemic right into security for Washington, D.C. It's, you know, among other things over the course of those, those two years, I it's, that's an incredible amount of stress. And again, it's putting a stress on both your wife as a soldier, but also your wife as a civilian. And, um, I think that amount of, uh, extra, um, responsibility is definitely shown in those numbers. Um, it, you know, and I think that it's, again, I, there's not much more I can add to this other than that, you know, it's heartbreaking. Um, and that, you know, I was always, I always felt like I was the guy in the unit that people could come to and, uh, have a conversation, have a frank conversation and not feel judged. And I hope that that was true. I felt like based on the few, the conversations that I did have, that's, that's, that's how it, that's how it felt. And I mean, I had people when I was going through the process of dealing with, uh, the, mental health side of, of the National Guard, which I will say for my state was fantastic. The civilians and the military side of it because uh, it was a split between you had civilian social workers and the military equivalent basically to social workers. They are both fantastic. Both sides were fantastic. I felt like I was being treated without judgment. I felt like I was getting the right help and it felt right. And you know, there's... There's a lot of things to it but I'm not going to get too deep into it for personal reasons but I will say that people came to me and asked me questions about how it worked uh because they were curious they wanted to know was it legit or were they going to just think you're lying or just shove drugs down your throat and call it a day and no they they did what they needed to do and I I can't thank them enough and I don't think I did thank them enough um so hopefully one day they see this podcast and know that they uh they did they did good I uh, I can't over I can't understate overstate I can't overstate that um see this is what it's like when i'm just me by myself uh i can't overstate that though they they were fantastic and uh i had reservations about anything with the military and mental health but the they did they did good so it, you know and again that's your mileage may vary on that act duty can be a completely different story reserves can be a completely different story and other states can be a completely different story i mean hell other other areas in my state could be a different story for all I know because that's just one component or one unit or one setup I mean who knows uh, more than likely it's probably the same for my entire state just based on the size of the state but you never know um so it's one of those things uh that I mean there's it's it's just one of those things that you just have to feel out and figure out and stuff and and honestly if things start to go south and and you feel like they're not treating you right you just you gotta you gotta do something outside the system to get the help and then you gotta do something if you have the if you can try to do something to change the system so it doesn't screw someone else in the future and that's tough that's extremely tough um that's the problem with fighting your boss or working against your work uh, or going up against your work when you have issues with the guard is is this is your livelihood you know you don't really get enough money in the guard to make to survive you you know I definitely I didn't do it for the money because I wasn't seeing that much money but you know the the reality is that you're you yeah, you know you, you you it's tough decisions you got to make tough decisions sometimes and that that right there is extra stress thrown right in your face um I do think that part of the issue in the military is there is a culture that kind of doesn't allow these type of things to be solved or worked, looked at or or you know and i i know for some people that's a i don't know controversial point or that that's a <laughs> i don't want i'm not going to say it but that's just an idea that that doesn't float well with them they think that that's weakening of the army of the army or the military as a whole hey they can have that opinion that's fine but at the end of the day if you have guys doing that Doing killing themselves—that's not how is that helping readiness? How is that helping? Because that doesn't just—that doesn't just affect the guy who does it or the person who does it. I should say, that affects everyone around them. That has a does a net negative effect on morale in the unit. So this should be priority. This should be a high priority for the U.S. military, specifically the army, because this is the the army is having the apparently the biggest issue with this. So I I do think that that prevailing thought that you know it's weak is holding back the military i mean again if you want to live in in the old days that's fine the old days ain't working anymore at least in this case and i you know you can still have discipline you can still have more discipline than we currently have but still take care of your guys take care of your men take care of your soldiers i should say um take care of your men and women sorry um because that can't be overstated as well. Uh, I think that that's something that, that can be taken care of, or at least mitigated. I mean, we you can't win every battle, but you can at least, you got to try. And you got to try hard, and you got to fight hard to win those battles and prevent people from making these decisions that are bad. And uh, like I said, it's it's a tough subject, and um, I'm probably going to wrap it up soon, but I just I wanted to make this video to talk about it. Uh, or have this episode of the podcast, I should say, since some people might be listening to it. But I wanted to make this episode just because I thought I thought it was an important the conversation. I mean, uh, this isn't my usual thing. I'm very out of sorts. Um, it's it's very early in the morning, you know, and uh, I'm a little tired from working. But I felt like it was just something that needed to happen. And you know, again, it, I if this if this episode doesn't do that well. That's fine. I'm okay with that. As long as, you know, at the end of the day, as long as someone listens to it and takes something positive out of it, then I won. Then this is a winner for me. I don't, if it's one view and that one viewer, you know, makes better decisions because they do go get the help that they need, then then, then I won. Then I will take that as a win and I could never get another view ever again. And that, that would be all I need. That, that would literally be all I need. That'd be perfect. Because then I did something, um, and it's important. Uh, so again, I'll I try to leave some resources below um, for everything from you know for if you're guard or if you're not guard, if you're army, if you're not you know whatever your military in general. Um, like I said, I can't say it enough. If you have issues. There's resources out there. You can get help. You can figure it out. Um, some people have. Demons way worse than I can ever imagine. And it's going to take a lot more to get to sort through things. But I can tell you that I sorted through the majority of my demons. I'm not going to say that I'm, you know, mental health is not something that just goes away. You don't just wake up one day and you're, you're, I mean, I guess probably 1% of people probably have problems that wake up and they're just, they figure it out the root cause and they're just good to go. But the majority of people, you're not just going to wake up and be chip shape ready to go and just happy but you know that's part of life and you can mitigate the the bad parts of it and make yourself not hate that so much um if again you got to you know talk to your doctor see professional help i you know i that's all i can really say in that matter i mean I'm not a doctor again so you got to do what you got to do but So with that, I will probably sign off on this podcast episode. I know it's a little bit more of a somber episode. It's a little bit more, probably a little bit less interesting since it is just me rambling on for 30 minutes. But um, again, I think it's important. I wanted to talk about it. It's been something that I've wanted to talk about on here for a while because I've had my own struggles. And again, you know, you got struggles. You can do this. It's it's something you can push through, but you can't do it alone sometimes. So if you can't do it alone, you gotta get the help that you need. Don't feel like you're being weak or some stupid old school crap. Do you you gotta do to to fix your life, you know? And don't let anyone else tell you anything. At the end of the day, you be you. Don't let anyone else ever tell you that you can't help yourself or get the help that you need because of X reason. It's all bull crap. You can do what you need to do. And I believe in you. So if I can do it, you can do it. And uh, I hope the best for anyone who's suffering. And again, um, my DMs are open. I mean, they are I have to accept them, but I do see them. I do try to check them. Um, and if you really need the help from me, I guess you can message me. But like I said, I, I'm going to tell you to just, you got to see professional help. You know, if, like I said, you got to talk to the hotline. You got to talk to the hotline. You know, the hotline, like I said, the hotline was extremely helpful. I've used it a few times in very bad days, and uh, you know, and and again, I'm glad I made the decisions that I made because I wouldn't be here today to make this podcast and to talk to you guys, and even though there's only so many people listening to this podcast, I don't care because I'm still here making it, and I have some cool things in the pipeline that require ridiculous amounts of render time to get done. So, once that is figured out, and I uncorrupt some files that unfortunately got uncru- uh, that got corrupted. I'm hoping to have some cool content come out soon. Uh, no timeline because you know I'm a f- full time worker, but um, so hopefully I have some good stuff for you guys coming up soon. Other than just the podcast, but uh, podcast will continue as it continues, and I'm hoping to have. I'm, I'm gonna have every guest that I'm gonna have on is gonna be awesome, and I know I'm just being me saying that, but every guest that I have on is going to be awesome. I, I'm not just having random people. I'm having people that, on that I think can add to the podcast. And There's a ton of people I want to have on. I can't fit everyone in one year. I already have most of the year figured out. Um, I have some really cool people that I know from the guard that I want to have on. Uh, it's just about timing and getting together. And I kind of want to have the studio finished downstairs before I do that, because I'd like to have a nice, solid studio space to start recording episodes with someone. So hopefully that comes in the future and like i said hopefully i get to have some really cool guests out and and you know i i can't ask i can't ask enough that if you share this around and stuff if you're watching on youtube please drop a drop a like drop a comment i like i like when i get comments it's fun even if i don't respond i'm gonna like them um you know and, and subscribe if you want you know do all the things that people do on youtube and uh you know like i said this is an important topic so i'm glad i can be here to talk about it and uh i hope people found something some good information or felt something from this so uh thank you and uh goodbye